everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Ripple Effect Podcast. Welcome to the new year, and I hope that you had a wonderful holiday season and that you are making it through today. I'm a bit sluggish. I don't know if you guys feel that. <laughs> after the celebrating and after the everything traveling and all that's done, today is a day of like trying to recuperate. But we are so glad you've joined us, whether you're listening to this on the go or watching this. Uh, We're glad that you are with us today. We have some... Uh, the a recap of last Sunday, we've got the TLCC Top 3 coming up and a spotlight. But before we get to any of that, we always like to give you the sponsor of the week. And the sponsor of the week is simply water because one of my New Year's resolutions is I'm not going to do any sugar. We're just going to go straight water. It's going to be super healthy. Wait, you're, you're cutting out sugar altogether? Altogether. No sugar. How, how do you explain? What? How do you explain? Levi, Levi, Levi. Levi. <laughs> Those are just reserved for later, I guess. Yes, so. so let's get to the recap of uh, last Sunday. <laughs> I don't think I could cut out sugar completely, unless my doctor was like, "You're gonna die if you don't cut out sugar completely." It's about managing it. Okay, don't eat twelve Reese's at all times. But um, we uh, uh, really, we just want to say we hope you have a happy New Year, and we hope it gets started out well, and that you take the time to make some decisions about. Where do you want to be next year? Where do you want to end up next year? And, uh, and make some commitments to do so. But, uh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to cut out sugar altogether. Especially when there's 750 of those in the hallway all the time. <laughs> and I plan to eat 740 of them. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's get to recapping the last Sunday. This past Sunday we had Pop-Tarts and Plaid. And uh, we had a great Sunday. I, For whatever reason, I feel like the last Sunday of the year is just a relaxed Sunday. It's just, I'm not sure who's actually going to show up because you don't know who's traveling. And it was uh, it was pretty relaxing for us. But before we get to our experience, how was your experience Sunday, Brian? Good. We actually did listen to Levi, but not till yesterday. Oh, okay. On the way back from Kirksville. You were traveling. Which was very good, by the way. Mm-hmm. I probably listened better to the sermon on the online than I ever do at church because I'm so scatterbrained. Mm. But... Um, yeah, we were in Branson, and we visited, it used to be Tri-Lakes Christian Church, but now they call it The Grove. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was really interesting because we were there, and we saw some people we knew from ICOM, and, mm-hmm. you know, the, they had, I think they were moving there, the lady that runs Beth Noah Ministries and that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we saw them, sat right behind them, and the preacher from there was supposed to be on vacation, but he was there. Hmm. And I'm sitting there like, why didn't you leave town? You, you gotta know, leave town. I was kind of judging him, like, can you not take your hands off the wheel even for one weekend? You uh-huh. know, because it's like he was still checking on things. Right. Mm-hmm. But he gets up at the end and he's like, I was just diagnosed with colon cancer and have to let you guys know. So it was like, oh my goodness, we were there for a really emotional morning and all the others came up and that made me feel awful because I was. Kind of, oh, wow. you, you were know, thinking was, he was micromanaging yeah, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's like foot here inserted. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Put it right but there. I mean, it was kind of. Of course, we hate that that's going on, but it wow. was neat to. We heard a guest speaker on mm-hmm. the day we were there as guests, and he was challenging the congregation. But then at the end of the service, to be a part of this emotional time, like wow. he's revealing this to his church, wow, was kind of weird to be there on a day like that. But also, 
Pretty need cool. to look into another church's life and this mm-hmm. stuff they're going mm-hmm. through. And now we can pray for them and yeah. check up on them. And, you know, I had a similar experience when I was in college, we went to this church and it, it was a church plant and there was, it was, it seemed to be doing well. They had, a, I don't know, maybe 150, 200 people there. And it seemed like that many, I, I don't know the exact number, but there was a lot of people there and the preacher they had been going for several years and he got up and he told the church, I have to step back because I'm burnt out mm. and my, and like the leaders are telling me to leave and it's really hard for me. And there was so much emotion, but to see, to get a glimpse into another church and see how the church came together that Sunday as a yeah. guest yeah. really spoke volumes about what the church is supposed to be all about. So mm. wow. that's cool. Well, good. it was a good time off. Yeah. Nothing, nothing fell apart here. The lights all behaved, and um, luckily we didn't have any like crazy lights going on in the church. But everything seemed to go well. You know, I was thinking Sunday, <clears throat> like I did um, as we were sitting there waiting for that church to start. I did pull up our church for like five seconds, mm-hmm. but I didn't worry about anything this time. Okay. And it's great to be able to do that because mm-hmm. I know a lot of friends that feel like they can never leave yeah. their church because something. Either they don't have people yeah. to well, fill in or whatever. Well, don't tell Brian about what happened. If he didn't, <laughs> if he didn't see it, don't no, tell him. Keep that on the down low. So I had a great Sunday. Um, we had been traveling and all that, but we had already practiced music before. And I got to lead music. And we had some youngins up there. Mackenzie Johnson sang. Kirsten DeFreitas sang. Um, Jimmy, I'll call him a youngin too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's not. Uh, but, but we had a fun time leading music together. Um, and I thought it went really well, but my highlight was Levi got to preach. I did. And Levi, now you've <clears throat> preached for class before. I have, yeah. You've taught some lessons back in the, with the youth. Mm-hmm. Have you ever preached in front of a congregation before? No, I have not. It's first time. First time. Wow. Okay. So tell us about something that like, happened <clears throat> or that you experienced through speaking that was unexpected because you have some stuff that you know you plan for, but like mm-hmm. something that maybe a thought that ran through your mind that you didn't think you'd have or something happened the morning of or not like, was there something unexpected? And then what was the best part? Uh, something unexpected. Um, I, I didn't really have that much unexpected. I ended up practicing it a lot. Uh-huh. So that way I, you know, really knew what I was going to say. Um, there were during first service, mm-hmm. I lost my place a couple of times while I, cause I was doing it on the iPad. So I didn't have pages to flip, which is much easier for me, uh-huh. but I lost my place a couple of times and then just skipped over a couple of spots <clears> because <throat> I'd lost my place, couldn't find it. And so I Did went you to go the back next thing. or just keep going, just kept going. Yeah. But I added in more in other areas that I didn't have written down. So I thought it kind of balanced mm-hmm. out a little bit, but yeah. second service, I was able to keep my spot and flow through it a little bit better, but it's good. Um, and best part I would say is just whenever, whenever I started speaking, like I, I was nervous going into it, both, both services, even ever after having done it for first service, but going into it being nervous. But after I started speaking, I even being up there, I can see people in the crowd yeah. and I, I could, um, they were interacting with me a little bit. They weren't just like sitting there staring at me. And that actually helped me a lot to keep going. And, and I think it helped me move through it a lot better. So that was, that was probably the best part of getting up in front of that many people, which is the first time, but then getting a lot of good feedback while I was speaking. And that helped me kind of move through it a little bit better. That's great. Did you see Piper and I during second service taking a selfie together while you were preaching? 
Did that I distract did not, you? No, no. She was she was sitting next to me and she was like, I looked down and she's got a phone out and she's like taking a selfie and so we made a face real quick and I was like, man, this is going to be really distracting. We're in the front row. Don't do that, okay? Don't do that. Um, well, as two very seasoned and expert preachers sitting here, we can say we thought you did a great job. Uh, very poised. You couldn't, you know, some of those rookie mistakes that a lot of people make. I mean, you have given sermons at the college, but some of those rookie mistakes of the uh and the ums and making points that don't make sense and all that, it, you did a really good job. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do have notes for you, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, here. you can riff into yeah, it. Yeah, I can get into it later. Um, <laughs> but no, it was a great service. And if you missed any of that, you can go to tlcc.church and you can hear Levi's first sermon that he's given here. And if, or you can go on the Facebook page and you can catch both services if you want to compare notes and try to figure out where he missed the points yeah. and, 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 yeah. and changed it a little bit. Uh, but it was a great service and uh, we hope that you enjoyed the Pop-Tarts. Many people ate them. I was surprised. Really? I was kind of thinking that Pop-Tarts might not be as popular anymore, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like everybody's trying to be all healthy and, and do like, I don't know. I don't know what people do, but, <laughs> but there was a lot of people with Pop-Tarts and particularly kids that came in we had several guests kids and when they brought their kids like they immediately were comfortable Mm -hmm. because they saw something they recognized and like people could talk about the pop tarts and they could eat something and it was it was great Mm -hmm. so um it was was everybody's last chance to get a whole bunch of sugar in before all the new year's (laughs) resolutions kicked in not eating sugar yeah yeah it's a good opportunity to get all those sugars in i saw this uh i saw this sign on a dairy queen Someone posted it. It said, ruining your New Year's resolution since 1964. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was really good. Anyway, it was a great Sunday. Go check that out at tlcc.church if you missed it and or on the Facebook page. All right, we got to let you know about the top three announcements, uh, TLCC top three coming up this week, things you need to be in the know about. Brian, take it away. What do we got to know about? I only have two. So it's top two. TLCC top two. Unless <laughs> these guys think of something else. Thankfully... Honestly, it's a little bit of a downtime. Yeah, it's great. And we're always really grateful for that. At least I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I did have a third one, and it's the Mega Tree Teardown, but I don't know when it is yet, so it's really not a top three. Yeah. But we'll let you know when we're ready to tear it down and hope for some help. It's a soft announcement. We, yeah. We're going to be tearing it down at some point. If you would yeah. like to help, we'd love that. We're yeah. not sure why. I guess if you know you can help. Or you, you want to help, that might just the day. let us know, and then we'll try to set the day based on who's there. But we usually try to make sure at least a couple of us can be here, and then we yeah. announce it and hope some of you can be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the first one I really had written down was for the Men's Second Saturday, mm-hmm. and that'll be on January 13th mm-hmm. right here at the church. We're going to do it here again. I think we're just going to have it here at the church for the winter months, we decided because we don't know what the weather will do and stuff and don't want to go out of town or anything like that. So um, join us for that little Bible study, and we'll try to have donuts here and coffee, and we'll be ready to go. Got it. And maybe maybe you're a guy who's kind of set in one of your New Year's uh, resolutions or uh, what did we call them last year? Intentionality or something like that. I don't remember. Uh, anyway, you know, if we're wanting to – you know, be involved in more community. Mm. That's a once a month commitment for yeah. an hour and a half. Yeah. So, and it's a great opportunity just to fellowship because we, it's not a, we don't sit there and then me or Brian or someone preaches. It's, it's mm-hmm. a Bible study, but interactive 
and we pray together, have times of conversation. So it's really a good time to uh, be able to share with one another and, and, and engage in relationships with one another. So I do love that group because <clears throat> like in November, I think it was, mm-hmm. I was leading it and it was a day that was like completely interrupted by somebody from another church who came in mm-hmm. and shared something that was on his heart. He saw us in there, didn't even know we were a church group, just mm-hmm. saw a bunch of guys and come in and made a comment, ended up staying like half an hour talking about things going on in yeah, town. Yeah. And so we have something prepared, but a lot of times, at least two of them, I specifically prepared something Didn't and it, it got totally derailed, <laughs> which was great because the yeah. guys had something they something wanted on their to hearts. talk about. Yeah, and I like that. And so I may pull out that one this time and uh, plan to use it and wow. see if, if we actually get through it this time. So that's one thing, January 13th, right here at the church, 7.30 a.m., the second thing I had was that Wednesday nights start back on the 17th. Yep. Because I'm sure people wonder. We always kind of pick either the second or third week, depending on how things have gone, when mm-hmm. we think we can get volunteers here. Mm-hmm. So this year it's the 17th. And we will be, uh, I think pretty much the same groups will be happening, but we'll be kind of publishing what we're going to be doing. Yeah. So, so use the next couple of weeks to kind of get yourself unpacked and reset and and ready to go for the year and enjoy family time try to get some rest in maybe a little bit if you're like me after time on vacation which is always spent with family i'm a little bit even more tired than (laughs) usual so if you need some time of rest and then uh men the second saturday of this month we're going to be meeting here at the church at 7 30 and then wednesday nights we'll start back up on the 17th at 6 30 p.m Uh, Well, the spotlight of the week really is Levi and this idea of preaching and teaching something. And do you feel like you learn something in a different or better way when you have to preach or teach it? Uh, And and then the really where, where I'm headed here is an encouragement for all of us to be teachers and preachers because you really you really prepare differently when you feel like I'm going to have to be the one answering or speaking or talking. So walk me through your process of preparation. I know you've got great resources from the school that help mm-hmm. with that, but is it different when you're the one that's actually going to be teaching it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, usually if, if I'm the one that's going to be teaching it, um, like if I'm doing my own personal Bible study, I'll read through the Bible um, and basically just kind of take it at face value and, mm-hmm. and everything like that. But if I'm going to be teaching it, I feel like I have to know exactly what that scripture is talking about. Mm. Um, so that usually requires quite a few hours of study. Um, you're usually looking at, I usually try to look at commentaries to see what they're talking about, mm-hmm. um, what their interpretation is, yeah. um, and then compare it with other scriptures. Yeah. And so it, it's a pretty long drawn out process. I think it took me well over 10 hours to write that sermon mm. for this last week. Um, I think this one was a little more difficult than others because of the <clears throat> the message that was in it, and it was a little bit harder to get everything out of it than than other ones I had done. But um, it's a pretty extensive process, and mm-hmm. I feel like uh, it takes a lot more to be teaching it rather than just reading it and trying to understand. Because I have to be the one that says this is what the Bible means, mm-hmm. which is it's a big I, deal. It's not something I try to take lightly, mm-hmm. and so it kind of scary sometimes to <laughs> a little bit yeah um so that's for me teaching is definitely a lot more involved 
than if I were just to look at scriptures on my own. So I met you in 2018. You were, how old were you? 2018, I would have been 16. 16 years old. And even then, you were still kind of quiet. Were you a quiet kid growing up? I think so, yeah. yeah. Did you imagine, like, I'll be speaking, you know, from a stage, talking to these people and presenting, like, this sermon? No. Like public no. speaking, not in the... No, I... So when when Jake first came in, it was in my senior year, he had us do a student Sunday of sorts mm-hmm. where me and two of my friends did a little mini sermon. It was only like five minutes Didn't or so. Didn't we record that? Yeah. Wasn't that through COVID? Yeah, that was right. That's right. Because right. it was like two weeks after everything had shut yeah, down. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. came in and recorded it, <clears throat> okay. but it was like everybody stay away from each other because yeah. <laughs> it just shut down. Uh-huh. Um, but whenever I went into college, I had never done any public speaking besides that. Mm. And that was that was all I had done. Mm. Um, and so whenever I was going through the first couple of years, I took uh, just oral calm, this basic speech class, which I mean, you the longest speech you do is like five minutes. So it's it's like very, very basic. Yeah. Um, and then I took my first preaching class and with Billy Struther mm-hmm. and I really, really liked it. Yeah. Um, so I've tried <clears throat> to take as many as I can, which I think has only been two more. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's been, it's not something I imagine myself doing, but I really grew to like it a lot. Yeah. You know, they, it, I love going throughout like history and when you look at different people who have been preachers or teachers, like you look at the different personalities and there are so many different personalities. There's people that are real people, people, and there's people that are real quiet people. And there's people that are real studious and there's people that are really, you know, uh, exaggerative and excited with, with how they present. Like there are all different kinds of kinds. And I really, I like how God's word still coming from a, a unique voice is still impactful to so many people. And, um, and I think it's a really cool thing. Um, and not everybody needs to get up in front of a bunch of people and speak, but speak specifically to just studying. Um, has it changed? So if someone were to ask you about that passage in Isaiah, you feel a little bit more prepared now to actually say something. It's Isaiah 43? Isaiah 41. 41. Um, if you had an encouragement to give to people as they're reading their Bibles, yes, there's time to take it at face value, but is there any benefit to asking the question, how would I share this with others? I think so. Yeah. Because whenever I read something, I can think, oh, well, I understand what this is saying. Mm -hmm. But whenever you have to articulate how you would communicate that to somebody else, Mm -hmm. then it, to me, it's very different because you have to develop exactly what you think about that in order to be able to say something about it to somebody else rather than just reading it to them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, asking those questions about like, okay, how would they hear it, and and what are they going to think about it, and then what questions would they ask that I need to be ready to answer, uh, is can be a, a challenging thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so there you go. The encouragement for you is you you can you can present God's word, and as you're studying, maybe ask yourself, how would I share this with those around me? And uh, we think you did a, a fantastic job. Now, Thanks. my question is for you: Did you listen to the sermon while you were driving? Driving. Okay. Yeah. All right. So multitasking while you're listening is, is fine for our uh, listeners. As we so I'm not a big audiobook person, but... So you're watching if, it the whole time? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> <laughs> but 
just in general. Mm -hmm. I listen to podcasts and things, but just, I don't know, this year I listened to a couple audiobooks in full, but in general I don't do that because I zone out. But I think specific... You know, short periods of time like that I can do. Yeah. And and when I'm like, I really want to hear this. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not just a book I put on. Like, Because uh, we had toyed around with just not going to a church Sunday morning mm-hmm. and just do it online yeah. at the hotel. But you had to check out at 10, and so the timing wasn't going to work well. And um, anyway, we got up and went to a, a church with my in-laws there in Branson. But yesterday, we were coming back from a family get-together in Kirksville, and... I just thought it was a good time, but and when it's something you really want to hear, that's for me. It's not just like a book. It's not like yeah. one of my sermons. Like when you no, really no. want to hear it, you really <laughs> no. want to get it. But in general, Sunday morning, I listen to little snippets of your sermons because yeah. there's always something. Oh, when you're here, yeah, yeah. Even absolutely. if I'm back here, they yeah, come absolutely. find me. Yeah, absolutely. Sunday morning, something always happens. Yeah. I'll be sitting back here trying to listen, yeah. and that door will open, and. Yeah. There's something breaking down or the stream's mm-hmm. not connected. Just something. Yep, so something. I don't hardly ever get a, a full mm-hmm. straight through sermon of yours even. So yeah. a lot of times I listen to them during the week mm-hmm. again because I just, I can actually listen to it. Yeah. And I don't have to have my work brain on as much. Yeah. But but I I totally agree um, with the thought that I... I learn better when I have to preach or teach something yeah. because, I mean, I I got great grades in school. I mean, I loved my professors and everything, but I've said this many times, even in our meetings, that I, I can learn for a test very easily and then three weeks later forget it. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know, a, lot, a lot of my central stuff was that way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I had to learn it to fill out a Scantron test, but then oh, it was, test. I mean, it's somewhere deep this. down there. I'm not saying that it's I didn't learn it. I did learn a lot of that stuff <laughs> yeah. and it's somewhere there. It can be recalled, you know, but, but I've learned so much stuff way better mm. by having to pull out those same books mm-hmm. and read them again because I have a sermon coming up mm-hmm. about that text. Yeah. And then I actually internalize it. Mm-hmm. And now if you ask me about that text, that, that'll come back pretty quickly because mm-hmm. I had to teach it to somebody else. And, you know, uh, I would say that's how everybody is at some level. Yeah. But, but having those, like I've, you've preached way more than me. But I still have what I call a healthy amount of butterflies about when I preach oh, yeah. because of the responsibility it is. Mm-hmm. Part of it's because I don't do it as much. But part of it is that is a deep responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get it wrong. I don't mm-hmm. want to lead somebody astray. Or I don't want to be asked about that text later and have to go back and fix something that I and messed say, up. I was, yeah. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it happens. But, yeah. but I want to put put in the effort mm-hmm. to try to make sure that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And when, when Jesus calls his followers, you know, not all of them are, are given the gifts of teaching or prophesying <laughs> or some of these things, but we are all called to make disciples. And on some level that's saying, Hey, this is what God's word says. Mm-hmm. We're going to, uh, let me help you try to figure out how to live that out. And so as, as maybe you start your reading for the year, or as you're thinking through, how do I make Bible studies, not just be, I read it, check it off the list. Maybe ask yourself, how would I teach this? Maybe even come up with some little lessons because you're not sure who God might put in your path or in your way that you'd be able to share what you're reading with them. 
because it is for you, but it's also for those around you. Mm-hmm. So, well, there you go. Uh, we're glad that you've joined us uh, today on the Ripple Effect podcast. Levi, thanks for being here. Thanks for preaching. Um, let me give you a quick blessing of the week. I was thinking about this uh, as we were coming into the new year. Uh, I was thinking about Joshua, and I was thinking about how he was leading the, the nation of Israel in the famous verse where he says, For me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Um, right before that, he tells the people, you can choose to serve God or not. I can't control your choice. And we, as I look around the world and I look around even in, in our own church and, and in my own life, there are so many choices that people make and decisions that we cannot control. We can't control how people are going to respond or the emotions they're going to have or the choices that they're going to make. Um, we can encourage them, pray for them, but at the end of the day, the, the choice that we have to decide is how am I going to live my life? And am I, am I going to serve the Lord? And am I going to honor Him and follow after Jesus or not? And so I, I know that many of you are praying for loved ones, you're praying for people around you, um, but at the end of the day, remember the choice that you have to make is am I going to choose to serve the Lord today or not? And uh, my encouragement to you and my challenge to you is, would you focus on that? And as you think about this new year, uh, make the decision, am I going to serve God this year or not? No matter what comes my way, uh, for me and my house, we are going to serve the Lord. We love you all. We hope to see you next week here on the Ripple Effect podcast. We will see you later.